0: Yes, yes. Welcome to another episode of Views from the Box. Nana, how are you, doing? I'm good, man. What What's it? Eight points clear, nine games to go. My, my, my head is five, bro. forget me look. Good. Uh, you uh, have you have eight points more than City at the moment. You have the know, numbers my, on the board.
1: In my head, it's five, isn't it, because every game, in hand. I, I, in my head, I'm assuming that C E win every game between now and, and the time we face them at Etihad.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's what's gonna happen as well, but they start, They started off this weekend very well by absolutely destroying us. What are your thoughts, Spock, from a neutral of the game and of uh, how City played?
1: First of all, it's the end of the Pep Club rivalry. He's not a rivalry, fam. He slapped you, man, out of fam. Like, yeah. that, was, that, that, that was the changing of of the guard, fam. Like, Pep don't see man, as as rivals as no more, fam. He sees you guys as a, as a pesky mosquito, fam. He needs to crush on the way to winning the title, fam. Like, like it, 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 it's, not, it's not a level single no more, fam. You, man, yeah, you you and I are basically in your late vendor station. Disgraceful. Disgraceful. But for City, yeah, and the usual win it from. Dominate the midfield, pin you guys back, posture you to death, took their chances, sourced on your heads, nothing new.
0: Now, but tactically, I think what Pep did, even though he, he did it against you, man, but the players that he used to execute this tactic... Worked a treat. Like that box midfield of Gundo, KDB, Rodri and Stones just dominated us from start to finish. Yes, we had spells here and there in the first half. But even before we scored, City was a better team. Like we scored against the run play yeah, yeah. From start to finish, it was one-way traffic. And in the first half, it was one-way traffic. Like due to quality, City were brilliant. Like every chance they created, they actually created it well. But then the second half, it just showed, like, the second half showed what you just said, or epitomized what you just said, with City were absolutely superb. But Liverpool looked like a team that was 13th in the Premier League.
1: Yeah, 100%, 100%. Also, even epitomized by, by you bringing on Milner. And they brought on Bernardo Silva. Like, you're bringing on Milner. Milner, that got released by City almost 10 years ago, bruv. It's still playing for you guys. And Klopp is still trying to renew Milner. And it's even your hierarchy here, yeah, that's not even allowing the negotiations son. I'm sorry, like, before we get to Man City here, yeah, like, we need to discuss Liverpool properly, especially Klopp. Like, if I'm a Liverpool fan yeah, I am seething at Klopp. Klopp's the reason why you, you guys' season here yeah, has been a shambles. Klopp is the reason why, yeah, that you've been left behind by Man City, honestly. Like, he's... The, the past... The past eight, eight months, Klopp has taken the piss, absolute piss, stalling on the on the door for Matias Nunes, saying that oh we don't need new midfielders, talking like no having no Yago and Hendo was enough, refusing to refresh the midfield, like thinking that you can run it again with an OAP midfield. Absolute arrogant little dickhead, bro. If I'm a little profan, I'm fuming. Absolutely
0: fuming. What does OAP mean? No, old people fam. Uh, okay now nah, he's He's been marrying. Klopp has been marrying. And the thing is, before I get on to what he's done behind the scenes with the squad building, tactically, he has been marrying. Look at what we just talked about with Pep Guardiola, with the box midfield, bringing stones into the midfield, the players that he's playing. Klopp just plays the same 4-3-3 system, attacks the same way, defends the same way. And no matter how good a team is, a system always gets found out. Barca system got, I wouldn't say got found out, but Pep had to change at Barca City. You're seeing him change to Alex Ferguson. But with is he's doing the exact same thing. And I feel like, yes, we he didn't. He stalled on all those transfers. Um, yes, he's trying to renew Milner. Yes, he's playing Thiago Henderson um, and Fabinho. But we shouldn't be this far off even with the injuries that we had, even with the signings that we didn't make, we shouldn't be this far off. I feel like if your players can't do what you want to execute tactically anymore, you have to adapt and bring out their strength. And he's not been doing that at all. And I agree with you. He has to take the vast majority of the blame of what's happening this season. And this season at the moment has been an utter disgrace. Liverpool now, what, eighth place with nine games to go? Well, 11 for us. That's an embarrassing position to be in. And you can't blame the owners for this. The owners are not the ones executing the tactics on the pitch. So yeah, I fully agree. I, I am not happy with Club and it like see how he set up he's been set up lately.
1: Before the World Cup, his 442 slash 433 hybrid year was keeping you guys competitive. You guys were able to, you know, stay a bit compact. It was wasn't perfect, but it would have been sufficient enough to get you guys top four quite easily because you guys still create a lot of chances. Or even top three, fam. Yeah, essentially, because the other teams, are, Newcastle, have been mid table form since the turn of the year. As we know, Man United always have that spell where they're on, on a downturn. So, yeah, I don't know why he moves away from that four 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 two hybrid system after the World Cup. I don't know what he was thinking. I don't know if he thought after the World Cup here, so, so suddenly Henderson, Milner, and Fabino will, will remember how to run or they'll, they'll um, age backwards like Benjamin Button, for him and Run like the, the like like the word five years ago. Watching Liverpool is just pathetic, man. You guys just remind me of the Arsenal side, Bengals final Arsenal side. Pathetic away from home, bro. Spineless. Spineless. Bunch, that's bunch, that's that's the word. Very spineless. No, no, no guts. Like just allowing the opposition to just do you
0: anyhow, bro. Like
1: the first Head dropped,
0: he, dropped too easily after we considered the second goal in the second half. The head just dropped and the performance like, level. Even when Steve equalised yeah. It wasn't a matter of if City score again or was was when. when when will City score again.
1: Absolutely perfect. Cl- and and Kloppier, yeah, some of his antics after the match, or, um, even if City went down to 10 million, he wouldn't wouldn't have done anything. Like this is like, oh, that yeah, this oh our Master Pep took it easy on us. Oh Pep did, like Klopp, yeah. But man, he's yeah, I've lost too much respect for Klopp, man.
0: Now, so, to 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 be fair, that that whole if City went down to uh them and that was taken out of contact because he was talking about how bad we play, not not of how good City are. So he was scathing, and the thing is, you can't get onto him for that because when Klopp comes up with his excuses, people get onto him, and now he's being honest, people want not get onto him I as to, well. Okay, I'll give you that, but just like this season yeah. overall, I've lost respect for him of how he's
1: relinquished. And and allowed Liverpool to just look like bombs, man. Like I, I don't know, man. And it's been yeah, poor. It's it been poor. Has been like, poor. And very, very it, has, poor.
0: it has to be rectified in the summer. Uh, reports are slowly coming out about players that were linked with or were interested in. So it's clear that this summer, you guys are still to any controllers. The, you cannot compete with C long term if you ain't got no controllers. But the thing is, it's still early now. We're still what in April. You know, we're not we're, not we're not we're not seeing all the links. Some of the links that we've been seeing for Liverpool is not encouraging. However, it shows that yes, we see the problem, we want to rectify it, but now we have to rectify it with getting the right profiles in. Because I'm, I'm we- seeing
1: links to Conor Gallagher, Mason Mount. Fair enough, I allow because he has some sort of att- attacking impetus. He's decent in the final third. He's okay. Cup may be able to um you know boost his strengths. Fair enough. But- and it- it brings us an additional goal through
0: from midfield, yeah, which we've
1: yeah. been missing since Coutinho. But outside that, yeah, links to Conan Gallagher is not encouraging at all. Honestly, still have not been linked to a DM. Still no DM links, apart from Declan Rice. But if you guys are lucky to get Champions League, I don't know how you can get Rice. Right?
0: The only but, way we can get Rice is if um, West Ham get relegated. Even because though we're...
1: Rice himself wants Champions League football. So unless you're going to pay him crazy wages,
0: yeah, he won't be picking up Klopp's calls. Now, nah, Rice will definitely pick up Klopp's calls because this is going from West Ham to Liverpool. Even I know what. Teams Klopp's are also calls, interested
1: in Rice Man United,
0: Arsenal. That, that is what's going to shake us. But the thing is, I still feel like we can get a player like Declan Rice without Champions League football. The reason why he would go, if it was between us and United, he'll, I don't see why we can't get Declan Rice without Champions League football. The only thing that'll turn his head is maybe he wants more money. But the project, Liverpool, and working on the club. Is easier to sell than the Ten Hag project at this present point in time.
1: Yeah, but deep deep down, do you think you guys can just switch it back to being Liverpool all next season with a few signings, or you think it's deeper than that? Because I'm sorry, yeah, Van Dijk,
0: is he on the down? Like, is he? Is this the end? I feel I feel like we can bring it back, but with the right signings and in the right area. Because so the reason I say that now, for example, if we get a competent competent right back that. If he plays well, he can keep Trent out of the team for five games. Trent has no other option but to improve it's either going to improve the players' performance or it's going to make them worse and it's going to show us that, yeah, these players need to go. So I feel like that's, oh, nearly spilt that, but I feel like that's how we would improve, but we need to get the absolute right profile. Because we've seen in some games that Liverpool, we've played like the Liverpool of all this season. In some games, you'd expect us to lose in some big games. However, it's getting that consistency back. Our home, our home record is already there. It's the away record that we need to rectify. And we know in football, things change really quickly. But if we get the players that we're linked with now no because i don't feel a corner gallagher changes this he's not a game changer he's not somebody that we sign and we automatically go to challenging for the league we need to get proper players like good profiles of players that are needed to make co system work i thought like a high energetic central midfielder that has techniques so no i know but i mean like that's the profile that we need a midfield like a midfielder of that profile so that we can play the high pressing that club wants to play his second team but then also have that technical security to actually break low blocks down which has caused us in the seasons we came second place so it's got to be a tough one but at the moment
1: no, so you guys we had top four
0: high. in our hands and we've, 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 we've met we've played twice since the 7-0 and we've lost both of them scored one and conceded in five well, so you guys will, uh, underestimate how much
1: Robertson's performance levels have dropped he, he, he's, he's, he's approaching 30 You guys might need to replace your. You guys might need a long term solution at left back if you're to even get competing with him because it's a couple of pieces that then replace your starting
0: lineup. Robertson, that's that's, that's a blind spot where Liverpool fans aren't mentioning. It's a blind spot that our fans aren't mentioning, but I feel like Robertson is a player that doesn't need to be fixed. Now there are more pressing issues, like our centre backs, that's a pressing issue. Trent's performance, that's pre- a pressing issue and our midfield, that's a pressing issue. I feel like getting a left back before getting any of that will just be a waste of time. I feel like with a midfielder right back, Robertson won't get back to the Robertson of old but him getting back to a even enough level of performance is more likely than, get, than not getting a right back. So Robertson, he definitely needs to improve and he, the thing that is bad with Robertson is technically he's not world class so that's something that just can't be improved upon. So, but again, that comes down to tactics. Let's not let's use Robertson's strength and let's not put him high and wide anymore because his delivery is not up to standard. So, I hear what you're saying with Robertson, but I feel like we have bigger issues. But these issues so, need to be fixed as soon as possible.
1: So, 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 hand on heart, you believe that with the right signings, you guys can be on a ninety-point pace again next season, and you trust Klopp to tweak his tactics so that.
0: But the thing is, when I say right signings, I'm not saying, like, these right signings are easy. Like, that—that that is how far away from the top and how far these players have declined, I feel. I feel like this signings have to be absolutely perfect. And I'm talking, I'm talking like signing a signing... Do
1: you, do you think Klopp has it in him to get back to a 90-point
0: piece? 100%. Like, I'm not going to let one season make me forget about how much of a world-class coach Klopp is. And this, when I talk... Klopp, it's not as if Klopp got 90-plus point season once and then he regressed. He did it three times. He knows how to do it. He showed that he's done and he's done it against Pep Guardiola. But the signings need to be perfect. He needs to do, like, it needs to be like when he signed Genie, when he signed Matip, when he signed Salah, like that type of game changes. So, and for me, I think that's tough.
1: Mm. Okay. We'll, we'll see you in the next couple of months. We'll see. But right now, I think Liverpool are do a lot for me to respect them again or even fear them. like Like how...
0: I used to, but right now you guys have scratched yourself this season, man. Now nah, it's been poor because at the mo- at the moment we're eighth, and there's no reason for us to be eighth at all. There's mm-hmm. absolutely no reason for us to be eighth, and I'm I'm being really serious. There's no reason why we're not third place at the moment. Oh, it's not it's not it's, it's not it's not as if at, at, as we're speaking now, Newcastle are third, and Newcastle deserve to be third. Big up Newcastle, but I don't feel like they should be that far ahead of us. I'm being, deadly even with the seat, and I'm talking about with the season we've had right now, with the players that we've had available. Because I'm sorry, it's not as if the games that we lost to um, Nottingham Forest, the game that we lost to Bournemouth, the game that we lost to Leeds at home, the game that we lost to Wolves 3-0. I'm sorry, with the team that we put out, all those games we shouldn't be losing. And that's just, what, 12 extra points? So, mm-hmm. so no, it, it has been a, been a disgrace. I, there's no two ways about the club. I'm not even going to get onto the owners, but obviously the owners are to blame. But I feel like the owner's point is something that people talk about. Klopp, he needs to take responsibility and he needs to be ruthless. But I'll see what he does this summer. For me, this summer is his most important summer at Liverpool. Let's see what happens, man. I'm quite skeptical because
1: we've we Liverpool had these type of summers before. Come to the, end of the season, we're going to do X, Y, and Z, and then come August and come September's first year, there's still holes in your squad. And he's yeah. setting himself up for for a bad season. So let's see how serious it is. Let's see how serious it is. But with your owners not prepared to blow, I think it will be a two stage um, rebuild. In my honest opinion, It won't be one summer because of...
0: no, I can't. I I don't I don't think no. What we need to fix is impossible to fix in one. It's impossible yeah. to fix in one summer. The amount of players that need to come and they need to gel straight away. I think this is something that needs to be done over three transfer windows and when I mean three transfer windows I mean the team is set to challenge for two three seasons like I mean like we have this squad and I know for the next two to three seasons this squad plus one player every summer is going to challenge that's what I mean and when I mean challenge like proper challenge not like the United challenge that only lasted for seven game weeks so we'll we'll see it'll be an interesting summer man it'll be an interesting summer but a lot of players by this time next year I want the at least four or five players in the starting lineup to have changed because that's two transfer windows.
1: Okay, okay, let's go back to city unit. Um, obviously, they're now on their longest win streak in the league this season, four games in a row, which has been their longest win streak this season, long overdue. So, um, and they're performing well, yeah. Perform this, well, four,
0: yeah. this four game win streak is not as if there's been some games that city have won, it's like they're labored to that. They're, Blowing teams away. The better team by a mile. They're creating loads of chances. Before the international break, Holland was scoring for fun. It's just unfortunate that he wasn't fit because he would have scored up a hat-trick against Liverpool with the chances that City were creating. So, City did, did look very good, but it might be a case of too little, too late.
1: Yeah, because um, they can't afford to drop any points. because no, um, they have I, to win I, every game. Yeah, as we mentioned last week, if City dropped, points one more time, Arsenal can afford to drop points in two games, so yes it has to be near perfect in the towel and yeah and do it to, to, you know, well, you Arsenal. Uh, Any Arsenal anything else you want to touch on
0: City? Let's see what City do because this is the first time has had to chase with City and mm. the only other time he's had to chase was when Mourinho got 100 points so let's see how these players do. So far, they're doing what they need to do. Players are turning up, players are performing. Yeah, and like you just really mentioned, sp- like you said with Jack Wheeler, since, since the football came out from the World Cup, he's been City's second best player. I'll say Haaland number one, but he's been performing better than Kevin De Bruyne. And it's the Pep second season thing. He's never going to be a 100 million pound winger because I feel like in this day and age, you need to put up numbers to yeah. be a 100 million pound winger. Numbers. But He's affecting games. That was wavy for, from Carrara. He was affect. He's been affecting games yesterday. He got his goal and assist, but his all-round performance, he's been doing that since football come back from the World Cup, so now, nah, big shout-out to him. And it's, it's a disgrace that England have Grealish, Rashford, Zaka, Foden, um, Harry Kane, and they're not going to... It's likely they're not going to win anything, but that's, that's a topic for another day. Mm-hmm. But... How about your game, though?
1: Uh, our, our game, first half of our leads. That, that was a light win, 4 1. Basically, we didn't come out for, for a second game. We were chilling for most of the game, man. Um, first half of our leads were causing us issues. But as soon as we got the first goal, yeah, as we've asked them most of the time this season, game done. You take,
0: you take control.
1: Yeah. Um, you
0: go for the jugular straight away. And yeah. that's, that's one thing you guys have been doing. And that's why you guys are where you are. At the yeah, minute
1: we, Yeah, we've been very clinical This season Compared to last season Last season, I remember We were huffing and puffing To get two goals Now, yeah, We're scoring three, four goals a game you yeah, like, it's nothing, bro Barely breaking break, break a sweat Yeah, first half, half First half an hour Leeds were You know, trying to catch us on the counter You know, track all those problems Then Jesus Being Jesus Jinky, jinky Won us the pen He scored it And
0: from then on He just knew he was on one-way traffic uh, Kudos to Leeds They didn't play badly It's just Nah, they definitely didn't but you the thing them is, them. with Leeds in the relegation fight, they need to start scoring goals. They need to start scoring goals straight away because how many times have we said this season that happened on the just in March? Leeds haven't played bad, but they lost. And yeah. if you keep on doing that, you're going to go down.
1: Yeah. Also, um, one thing people are that's that's going on the radar is that Arsenal on a seven-game winning streak since we lost the seat. we won seven games in a row.
0: Is this your longest one this season? Yeah and our longest have run on, on under Arteta so it's quite
1: it's, it's gone under the radar slightly that Arsenal on a 7-game winning streak Everyone saying oh, City on, on this winning streak blah, 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 but it's it's only 4 games for City Arsenal on 7 so people just need to you know be guided and understand that Arsenal on a longer winning streak than City right now before they come doing this oh, City are, are, are in their stride City on this winning streak it, it's finally happening relax Arsenal also on the, on a winning streak fam so a lot of football needs to be played before we can you know start making assumptions but yeah in terms of performances, Trossard another assist. I'm unfortunate not to get a goal. Jesus back in the goals, as we know, he always has this purple patch in the final eight games of the season. So it's the perfect time that Jesus has come back for us. Uh, Gabriel, come back in the clutch in, period. In the clutch period, yeah. Gabriel Imperius. Rams had a good game, but unfortunately, we can see another cheap goal, which is no fault of his own. Ben White, another good game. Yeah, the usual, man. Basically, a good game all around for the team, man. Holden, as we know, is a weak link. Is he gonna
0: be? Is he gonna be there next week, or is Saliba gonna be back? I, basically, based on
1: what's been said behind the scenes, we're gonna be pumping Saliba with painkillers between our between our <laughs> and the season. So, my my, my guy, sorry with Saliba, but just
0: you know, hold it down, take them painkillers. You get me, from I'm not need It's needed because Hol- it Hol- Holden is making mistakes that can punish that cost you guys and you don't need that because you have tough games coming up oh, yeah, that like, like, of the mistakes I'm seeing him make if he makes that against Liverpool if he makes that against say if he makes them against Newcastle which are games which are teams you don't want to be making mistakes against I'm not saying you'll lose but you'll just concede an unnecessary yeah, goal yeah, because um, right now Liverpool can't create
1: easily against teams that are superior physically in midfield so you guys relied on that ball over the top in between the centre and, and the fullback and you a candy out and you score from it but if Holden's play next week, that's going to be Liverpool's goal team. They won't even target the left, the left side because Gabriel can lock down that side by himself. All your balls is going to be over the top in the right-hand channel if Holden plays because Nunes. If you play Jota, yeah, it might not be a problem. As, it, might not, it might not be as big as a problem if it was Nunes, but whoever you play on that left side, outside Jota, so if it's Diaz or Nunes, if, if Holding's playing, that's where Liverpool can get some joy. But
0: if... Um, in, in transition to...
1: Yeah, in transition. But if by if Manchester, you know, get Saliba ready, inject him with a few steroid injections, and he can play through the pain on on Sunday, I'm 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 quietly confident because as you have seen, you guys cannot compete physically in the midfield. So the main thing for Arsenal is to win that game here, silence and for crowd. That's what we need to do. This season we we've, we've been very good. here when we've gone one or up or two or up, we know how to just dead the game, make it peter out, then turn on again and just kill off the game so next week we have to be clinical and no stupid mistakes in possession and just hope that leave is fit that's it and that's how we win the game so
0: um yeah
1: and i'm sure you you would agree
0: i think that's how you'd win the game but i think it's going to be a tough as away game Yeah, this season well, 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 I, because i'm, 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 I'm you're, not you're, saying
1: it won't, won't be tough I'm, I'm just saying big, what needs to happen for, for us
0: because this is you're coming to based on records this is a second toughest away ground in the Premier League this season um, that you'd have to come to. So it'll be hard. In terms of um, we can't compete against team physically in the midfield, yeah, 100%. And I feel like that's what's going to kill us next week because you guys physically in the midfield are very good. What you guys can't do is when Liverpool have that 10, 15-minute spell, you have to limit it to either one goal at the minimum or no goals. It'll be good if you don't concede a goal, but if Liverpool, if you allow Liverpool to score more than one in that crazy spell, it might be hard to come back from that because you've seen what Anfield does to teams. We um, against City earlier on this season when Liverpool on a poor run. After Salah scored, Liverpool could have scored two, three more. You saw what happened in the 7-0, and it's happened throughout. Top ten year, so I feel like that's the only reason why this game is going to be close, in my honest opinion, just because it's Liverpool at Anfield. I do I don't, But if Arsenal like do what they've been doing all season, I w- I wouldn't be surprised if you win. But also, also, um, for me, be very
1: key because as we know, Thiago is back fit for that for that game as usual. Goes through the whole season and be fit for the Arsenal game.
0: He's, he's on fit. You... Thiago's not back, bro. They're saying they're who will be fit for, for next Sunday, so I'm surprised the club for, I, for, for if he's seventy percent. I I haven't seen that at all with Thiago. Diaz is the one that's more likely to come back, but with Thiago, Thiago hasn't even been training. No, we're seeing it, but
1: either, either way, if that midfield three consists of the, of Henderson and Fabino, yeah, it's gonna be a long day for you guys.
0: It's good, yeah. That that's what's gonna kill us because on on the ball they're very suspect, and whoever also, the he's third midfielder
1: behind Fabinho as well.
0: Fabinho and Henderson, because yeah. Jesus loves the left half space. And that's where Henderson, Henderson um, no, also, operated.
1: Henderson won't have the legs there to help Trent out with Marcelli either. So, so basically, both teams have chances here, but just that Arsenal need to be clinical and score first. I'll be very confident if we score first. Very, very confident. If you guys score first, yeah, it's going to be a slugfest toward the end. Yeah. But if Arsenal score first, I back us to make it a comfortable... Because that way, I don't
0: think I don't think it'll be comfortable. Because you remember, you scored you scored first at the Emirates, and we came back. And I feel like that's how it's gonna be. I feel like whoever scores first, even though it's gonna be a slug first, but I feel like whoever scores first is gonna win. But they're gonna win in a three goal game, but they win the winner wins by one goal. I don't think I don't think it's gonna be by two or three. Let's, either, let's, either way, let's see. In it but
1: it all depends on which Arsenal turn up. If we're in a clinical mood.
0: It's the same okay. with Liverpool because we need to be clinical as well because I know we're going to get clear-cut chances and we need Salah to be clinical. We need Nunes to be clinical. We need Jota to be clinical. If they're not clinical, then it's peak for Liverpool. No, uh, basically the game will be won and lost in midfield essentially. Midfield and whoever can take their chances. Yeah. So, so
1: uh, end-to-end game suits Liverpool. We, we just need to make sure, yeah, it's not end-to-end and it's
0: as controlled as possible. Now, nah, let's let's see. it. If if Arsenal win at Anfield, that's going to be a huge, huge, huge win. It's essentially huge if Arsenal win. get
1: four points from Etihad and Anfield, they're champions.
0: Yeah, essentially, because those are the two toughest away grounds at the minute. Yeah. So and to get four points from that, that would be brilliant. But now nah, yeah. let's see. I think it's going to be. I'm just hoping this week, brother.
1: I'm just hoping Zinchenko doesn't have one of his bad days, whereby every pass is loose, touches loose, and it's just causing turnovers. Because if it becomes a turnover session, I'll be so annoyed because that that just drags us down to you guys' level yeah. and makes it to a slugfest. But, it again, turns into
0: a slugfest and if it fits how we want to play. Yeah, but
1: especially in your, in your state right now. So, essentially, if I'm if I'm a telling the players, the only way you can silence the Anfield crowd is you keep the ball very well. If, and you if, score first. Yeah, because if Anfield sense that, oh, shit, how are we going to get on the Arsenal skin? They're keeping the ball well. This ain't Liverpool of, of a year ago whereby they could, you can wrestle back possession you yeah, and have your... Your own twenty minutes ball of you just in possession, so yeah, it's all about control. For Ask for Arsenal especially. At
0: at home, at home, at home, we do though. What, what do you mean? At home, we do have periods where for twenty minutes we wrestle about the ball and then we have our own period of possession. We did it against City earlier on the season, like Liverpool at home are different. Yeah, wasn't so Thiago
1: available for that game? Yeah, he was. Yeah, and and, and Thiago is one is only that I can trust
0: at Liverpool. But, Okay, and
1: but we did it against
0: we, we did it against United as well. Yeah, and then we also did it against Newcastle as well. Yeah, Newcastle United in, in the most technical teams. No, no, mm. they're, not, they're not the most technical teams. But it did, the point didn't have to do with technical. It had to be like Liverpool wrestling the ball back. Because you said Liverpool all Liverpool all did that against any team, teams that weren't technical or teams that were okay. technical. But so that's ball. why I mean, like we're still able to. That's ball, by, by, by by retaining back. the ball. Yeah, Thiago
1: your guy. You need, you need Thiago for that to
0: retain that ball. Diego, yeah. Bicecchi, and they're both injured, unfortunately. Yeah. So yeah, next
1: week for Arsenal, it's all about midfield and controlling transitions. Liverpool make the game as end end as possible on 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 And so yeah, man, it's going to be a clash of styles on, on next Sunday.
0: It is, but, but we need to get past Chelsea first. But we main Chelsea the main thing is, yeah, we cannot,
1: we cannot lose next week. That's the main thing. We cannot lose. You next can't.
0: Week. You can't. You can't lose between now and the we we've, yeah, re- yeah. we've already established that yeah. both teams need to win every single game the for the is to be good.
1: The bare minimum is leave Etihad and Anfield with two points. That's the bare minimum. You want to be challenging, exactly. And bare minimum Any, before city... anything less, anything less, City take over. So yeah, man. Yeah, nine nah, more games. Let's see what happens, man. But hopefully we, we complete the job.
0: Now nah, let's see. Let's see. It's gonna be gonna be a tough game for both teams. I I feel like the least you, you should be leaving there with, if you want to put it in your hands, keep it in your hands, and have a good result, is a draw. Just don't lose. Just yeah. don't lose. But it's the same with us. I feel like now, between now and the end of the season, we can't lose any game. And the only game that I would allow Liverpool to draw, even though it draws an awful result, is the Arsenal game. Liverpool have to win every single game between now and the end of the season to give them the best possible chance of top four, which at the moment is done, by the way. I think top four is done. I feel like Newcastle are too far ahead and they are finally getting the groove back and Isak is back. So it looks like top four is done. and. It's crazy because not too long ago we said, United are third, they'll finish third, but they're now fourth and they've actually allowed themselves to be dragged back into the top four. Race. Do you think they can drop out or do you think they'll make it even though they've made it? No, what harder? a finish. What a
1: finish, Diaz.
0: Brem, yeah. Diaz. Yeah, Napoli are getting popped. Yeah, they are.
1: <laughs> what a finish. Milan are playing some great stuff. It looks like Napoli struggles to make the ball stick when Osserman's not not playing.
0: Yes, but it's strange though because like the guy who's playing up top, like technically he's probably better than Osman. But to be fair, Osman just gives them that that physical. Yeah, yeah he can this, pin defenders.
1: This time of game, you Osman to you know you need to hit Osman long, he holds it up, knocks it down, and get and sets it off to Kabichka. But yeah, they're struggling to keep make the ball stick in the final third. Osman, anyway, and to be that, fair, Milan are playing well.
0: Yeah, Milan have to win today to keep the top four hopes alive. yeah, that I, I hope they win, man. I, I I like what they've done with this team. Good young players. This summer was a poor summer from them, in my opinion. But good Redbird,
1: Red Bird, Red Red Bird International.
0: That, that was their fault. No, nah, it wasn't. Red Red Bull took over after the deadline day, so everything mm. that had to do with transfer was still earlier management. Disgraceful. Uh, these PE fans, but yeah. Maybe because Chris Casemiro is an, is an idiot. Yeah, they do struggle without Casemiro. And having Casemiro and Eriksen out of the midfield at the same time is not what they need, especially at this stage of the season. You saw you saw how low the quality dropped when it was Zabitza and McTominay. Because that profile of players is similar to what Liverpool have had. And you know the technical security of our midfield was never the greatest. And you saw it today with United. But do you... Do, do you think they'll make top four? Do you think nah they'll make it, even though they've made it harder for themselves, a lot they harder for meet, themselves? If they want top four, they have to beat Brighton away and they have to beat Spurs away if they want to make top four. And, don't, and we know what Brighton especially, that is not an easy place to go. So it they've made it a lot harder for themselves. And I feel like games like today, we're going to see more of, because we've already seen this type of games from United.
1: So the Haga hasn't helped himself with... Mm, not rotating his team in the Cups because of this pursuit of trophies. I don't know, man. I, I think this overplaying on of, of, um, lack of rotation in the Cups, here might
0: come back to bite him. But the thing is, you you can blame him because the squad building wasn't the best this summer, but then you, have... also can't bl- you also can't blame him because people I just said, and people we've just been saying, Casemiro and Eriksen are injured, and look at what, it dropped down to yeah, this, is, but, this is
1: who he'd had to be playing in the cups. I still blame because for 200M
0: yeah, you should be able to get yourself 5-6 players I'm sorry for 200 million no no but th- that's that's what I mean like in terms of yes he does have to take blame because God building wasn't the best yeah, but to, he can rotate fault. he can no, he no. can rotate now so oh, like, he, it's not, it's not he, even a pursuit he, of trophies he just literally cannot I mean, rotate he can't rotate and it's his own fault
1: because he fought 200 million on on um, Casemiro Anthony and Malassia was good business. But sorry, Enhancer, that's poor business, man. Okay, Casper may have been worth it, but that $85 million on Anthony year, that could have been spent on two, three players that would have enabled you to rotate effectively. So, uh, not has to hold that. And also, one thing that's really grinding my gears lately with Tenaga is, guy talks too much. Always talking about other teams. First all, was all, got starting with injuries. Second, these were, oh, Newcastle wasting time. But the Geo was wasting time 20 minutes into the game today.
0: So well, it was also talking about how Anfield is just a place. He need like I don't mind He's... if man, I don't mind if manager's talk, but you need to focus on what you're doing first, build up a base, and then start talking. Because at the moment, United, as we said, they're in danger of playing Europa League next season. And they're at a point where they were comfy third place. And it's poor that they've been dragged down into this position.
1: Very, very poor. they're so lucky that they're built as a cup team. So they should
0: win Europa League to be fair. They should win the Europa League, but it's not guaranteed guarantee because Juventus are still in it. And yeah, for Juventus. They're meant,
1: to, they're meant to meet Juventus hypothetically in the semifinals, aren't they?
0: Exactly. And uh, and, and don't do they have a stronger midfield than Manu in terms of technical security. They do, and also in terms of like being a tactician. Also, uh, Allegri is brilliant in cup competition. We saw it in the Champions League.
1: Also, wouldn't it be poetic that Pogba has a man a match performance on his return
0: to Old Trafford if he's fit? Bro, it be poetic if he scores the goal to knock them out. That would be absolutely poetic. But, now nah, they still have they still have two cups at the end for. So, they have two shots at making the Champions League. But if yeah, you're in the position... like you're in argue, yeah, just sack
1: off the FA Cup. Focus on the League in the in
0: top four. Because one of them will get you Champions League football. So, he needs to make a decision. Nah, I wouldn't sack off the FA Cup in the semi-final. Might as well win it. Yeah, they're getting bopped, man. Why are they getting bopped? It's Brighton. We'll see, innit? We'll see. Yeah, we'll I don't see think... It. I don't think either Brighton, way they're United getting to get in the semi
1: final or the final when they meet, my new, um, when, when they meet
0: Man City. So. Man City. No, I don't yeah. think they'll win it. But I, don't, yeah. I, would, I definitely wouldn't sack it off. I just thought they need to slug it out between now and the end of the season. And they need Rashford to go into Persian mode again.
1: Mm, I think Rashford may have used up his purple patch. It might be a scoring every two games thing now. Or scoring <laughs> every three games. But anyway, we'll see in it. But we'll yeah, like, see. Yeah, today was disgraceful from United. I'm certain sort of how tactically today you got it all wrong. Outcoached by the Howe and um, you guys have got their legs back. Mm. Hard to take for United. Also, they're, they're waveform to so the teams up in the top half of the table. is disgraceful.
0: They've lost every game, haven't they? Yeah. And they haven't scored many goals. I think the goals came against City and Duman. Yeah, they're going against four two, as well. Three against, three against City. It's poor and it I heard on another podcast and it's actually true, go different over a quarter of a season is a good, of course, point, but a good indicator of how good a team is and to have plus four, that's mid-table, that's a mid-table goal difference. So, United need to fix this quickly because they've been dragged back into it and they are lucky that Spurs got rid of Conte and Spurs are not that great. No, then I these
1: Spurs players are, are very, they're big, they're, they're massive backstabbers because I wouldn't be surprised if they, they turn out some good performances between, the, between now and the end of the season, spearheaded by um, Delini, by- because deep it. Conte was self-sabotaging here because he fought a type away. So I'm sure sh- if if you see your coach if you see your coach self-sabotaging here yeah, as a player, wouldn't do the same. If your coach don't care here yeah, and it's slagging you guys off here, yeah, why would you put in the effort? So I would uh, surprise be rally-
0: surprised.
1: So I'm surprised if Spurs rally up here yeah, and give a. Strong account of themselves between that, between the end of the season, so I, I wouldn't rule out Spurs just yet. So United right. should, look, should look over their shoulder.
0: Spurs can't be ruled out because Spurs are not that far off. So point wise, they can't be ruled out. But in yeah, terms of the consistency 20, of performances, before. yeah, exactly. But in terms of consistency of performances in the last ten games, Spurs are still an unreliable team, and Spurs still have tough games. They still have to come to Anfield. They still have to play United. They still have tough games to come. But right. I can't hold them that's what's going to save United's backside because Spurs still have to go to um Saint James's Park as well. So that's three tough games, and personally, I can't see them winning at Anfield. I can't see them winning at Saint James's Park. So that's potentially two L's already. So that's yeah, what so United
1: out. can literally afford to lose. At,
0: no, uh, United United can't afford to lose. At this, they're not in any state where they can afford to lose because Spurs are still close to them. Also, imagine, if, imagine Spurs so start to go to Brighton, so yeah, yeah. So United also in jeopardy. Yeah, and imagine if United lose the same weekend that Spurs loses, they're still in the same situation. Mm. So, it's going to be a it's it's a tie one. It's, I think it's a three horse race, even though Brighton are close technically, but I think it's a three horse race for the two positions. And right now, I can't call it, and it's disgraceful United been drawn back into it. But big up Newcastle though, because that's what three three wins in a row after having one win in ten, so they're right yeah, back yeah. in there. They're lucky that in that run, they, they mostly
1: drew games because, as we know, in the top four race, excess defeats is what kills you off.
0: But if it's excess yeah. close, it keeps you in it because that gives you points. So yeah, and they're very hard to break down, even in the periods where they weren't playing well. It's not as if like teams were bopping them; it's just they weren't creating. But They've done well. Having Isak back has completely changed the team because you can, you see the technical level rises drastically between him and Callum Wilson. Bruno Bruno G back and playing well also helps them. But it's I feel not, like, it's this, like... It's not about
1: like Bruno G playing, back playing well. He's fit now because he, I think when he first came back from injury, he was still not up to speed as we saw
0: still, in the, in the yeah, cup. Yeah, but, but he still wasn't playing well. Like whether, whether it was injuries or anything, it still wasn't playing well and you see how big of a difference that brings Newcastle like the only game Newcastle that he's lost this season in the Premier League was against Man City every other game that he's played in Newcastle have won so one or at least not lost so he's important but I feel like I mentioned with Isak I mentioned with Bruno G Newcastle need to start buying more of these players links to McTominay I hope that's cap they can be buying players like McTominay (laughs) if they want to make the next step your players like Madison, your players like Casados, your players like Matoma, these are the players that they need to bring because automatically the level of that team rises automatically. Yeah, and that's what I'm, they need to be thinking of. If I'm Newcastle, right? to be
1: fair, they're targeting a right winger, midfielder, and a, a fullback. That's what they're targeting. Those are going to be the three main signings in the summer. So, a Madison. They need, they need to be quality players. They, they, they want to blow the back on Mr. a club record fee. So it seems that the credible links the, the credible links are Musa Diaby, Madison, and Tierney. So
0: let's see if they can get all three. If they get all three, those are the type of signings they need to be making. And I'm happy that I'm hearing those signings, because straight away the team improves. Look at Dan Byrne today. Mate, Anthony had him on ropes in the first half. And like no disrespect to Anthony, but Anthony has hardly done that to fullback. And going forward, yes, he's effective, but the difference between him and Kieran Tierney is night and day. Mm. So, they're lucky in the sense that they can get those three players, I feel, without Champions League football. Um, but it would boost them massively if they make it. So, now that they're in the position at the end, I hope that they don't blow it because they've done well to be here. 100%,
1: 100%. To be fair, if I was in, I also look at having bargains in Europe and see
0: which bargains they can get.
1: A bargain, a, for, a, yeah, a bargain always helped.
0: Yeah, agreed. A bargain always helped. Look at what Man City did with Vincent Company. Out of all the stars that we say that they bought, Vincent Company was one of the cheapest and ended up being the best captain ever. So they need they need to... Yeah, especially like that if, will it, help.
1: if they're looking for a DM, they need to see if they can get a bargain because Madison is not going to cost anything less than 50 million. So the RB won't cost anything less than 60. Tiani won't cost anything less than 40. So they might need to, you know, find a bargain at the position so they
0: can push Bruno Gimrich higher up the pitch so he can do his thing in the final third and more. And that, yeah, that'll just make Newcastle a problem. So the, the, this, the season, the fight for the first place, fight for third and fourth, it's going to be tight towards the end of the season. But I'm interested to see how teams perform because a lot of these teams haven't been in this position. Arsenal haven't, United haven't been in this position for a while. Um, Newcastle first time, Spurs are the only team, funnily enough, who've been in this position and they made it last year. but let's see because last year they had Kane and Son. This year has just been Harry Kane.
1: Mm-hmm. Also, they're, so, they're lucky that Arsenal lost Partey Tiani and, we'll, and just uh, and capitulated. Yeah, made due to injuries. Line up with Cedric, <laughs> you know, Torres holding
0: you know, back line is too much, it's too much for Alatham anyway. Nah, or a difference a year makes. But speaking of Madison, bro, before we get on to the relegation battle, Brendan Rodgers has been sacked, and that's what the 13th sacking this season, which is crazy. That's a lot of sackings. To be fair, you look it, at the relegation battle. Of course, Kaufman yeah. are, 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 are going to lose their jobs. Yeah, and the fact that what he, Leicester now in the relegation zone, it's sad that Leicester have fallen. This far, yes, you can blame Brendan Rodgers, but the owners also have to look at themselves, and they can't act the way they did in the last two transfer windows and expect success. Like pe- people can get on to Brendan Rodgers all they want, and I feel like this season he does have to take blame. But you have to remember they only signed one player what in the in the summer, the... and they were losing players. Right. He's got reinforcements. Yes, and good, in... good, good players to be exact. He he got no. Of course, he, he he got good players, but he was already into deep. Into deep, and yes, from January with the reinforcement, you would expect Leicester to make a climb up the table, which it didn't, which is very unfortunate. But I feel like if those players were there earlier on, I don't think Leicester will be this far down. Leicester on the relegation zone, bro. Mm-hmm. That's that's danger. That's that's, that's before, even like, worse that. you can
1: come in right now and do a short term job? Because I don't know manager is coming in now yet to, you know, try and save Leicester. I don't know, nope. maybe maybe Jesse Marsh, is a, Jesse Marsh seems to be the only manager on the market who will happily come in and take the job from this point. Ralph Wood. Ralph, yeah, Ralph Wood as well. Ralph Wood, and he, he, but then he, again, he worked under are,
0: the same conditions.
1: Then again, these are Red Bull coaches, so do less still have the players to play that type of way? Because as I saw with Leeds here, the players don't have the athleticism to play that way. And hence why they can see loads of goals. Leicester, you look at look at look at their back line, their midfield, are they athletic enough to play that way?
0: It, it'll be hard. I, I do think it'll be hard to play that way exactly. Like you look at players like Yuri Telemans, um, in DD, his it's as if his body is broken down, and I'm not surprised with the amount of work that uh, Brendan Rodgers made him do. We saw what's done to Kante's body. It'll be hard. But I feel like this—the Leicester job—is actually a peak one to come into. At this point in the season, in the summer, an amazing job because you have a lot. Uh, to yeah, if now, the Premier League. <laughs> yeah, but now is
1: who can come in and do a good short-term job, but as well as also be build up on it and go to work into next season. Because I'm struggling to think, apart from just seeing Marshall Ralph here, yeah, I don't think anyone else would want to take the job at this point in the season.
0: Oh in- no 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 no! The, oh, there's more like. There's coaches that want to take this job. Gerald will take this job. Uh, Frank Lampard will take this job. But I feel like I don't think there's any coach I throw my hat on and say, don't come in and save Leicester 100%. Yeah. Because Leicester. If was January, perfect. Perfect. But when April? We're very close to the end of the season. And it needs—it literally needs to be a new manager bounce. I think where in your final nine games or how many ever games Leicester have left, they win five.
1: Even four, I think. If if you, anyone who's in that relegation battle, four games and a couple of draws here yeah, keeps you safe. True, that
0: is true because the table changes very quickly. Look at that yeah, because Palace, because Palace won, now there's there's seven, seven points now seven points, points clear.
1: Yeah, exactly. And now they four more
0: wins. So it's it, it's going to be peak. I wouldn't be surprised if Leicester do the same thing as Palace and get one of the old head, old experience head in. But I feel like if they do oh, that, who? they should only do that. A short term, but who though? I don't has not managed since 2021 2021 Yeah, yeah big sum. A it's a long time to be out the game, but how how long has Roy been out the game?
1: Yeah, but we know we know Roy. Yeah, his philosophy is in that hard. Like honestly, he knows
0: Palace as well. That's the thing. He yeah, knows Palace. That, he does know Palace, and he knows the players. Yeah, that helps a
1: lot. Yes, that helps him. So it doesn't matter that he's been out the game for a while. But he has familiarity, so there.
0: They're familiar with his ideas. And Palace are a decent side as well. Leicester will be a lot tougher. But now you're right. The search for a manager is going to be long. Because the same thing happened with Leeds. They they spoke to about three, four managers before they got happy Gracia. Because there's not that many managers that A, want to come. And B, you can hang your hat on. So it's going to be tough to see who Leicester bring in. But they're in a very precarious position because I still think nobody's 100% safe. 100%. No, 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 te- no team is giving me that confidence. They can be good this week, and then next week they lose, they'll lose a game, they'll lose a home game against a relegation battling team. So it, 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 it's going to be tough, man. It's going to be tough to see who stays up because every week, Everton now, they're in the relegation zone. Yes, they're playing Spurs tomorrow, but they're there at the minute. The only team that I think I have some confidence in is West Ham. But I feel like West Ham need to get rid of David Moyes personally in the summer. No matter what happens.
1: West Ham will have enough to survive the, yeah. the season, but in the summer, they need to go for a younger coach. Yeah. If by June 1st, Potter has been sacked, just go grab Potter.
0: Yeah, agreed. Potter would be perfect for West Ham or Leicester. Those yeah. two teams, he'd be perfect for. Yeah, uh, he, as, he's, as he's shown
1: you, he's not a heritage club manager. Because I think the only top 16, Potter manages manage his, um, Spurs. Spurs. Yeah, so... West Ham less will be perfect for putting the summer. So let's see, there might be a lot of manager changes in uh, between now and, and, and June 1st, to be
0: fair. It, it wouldn't surprise me. 13 sackings is absolutely crazy to begin with. But who like all your thoughts on the relegation battle? Like West Ham, which other teams are filling you with confidence that you're like, yeah, they can stay up? Or do you literally think every team apart from West Ham and Palace now are going can potentially go down?
1: Like even Leicester, I think I think Leicester should have, should have enough. But if they get the right appointment, then yeah, let's be fine. Because okay, what was happening on the, on the road this year was just, was just pathetic because they have, they have too many good players they're not to not get at least four or five wins, man, easily. So if Leicester get the right appointment, they will join with um West Ham and, and Palace in, yeah, they're safe regardless. But the other teams, everything could still go down because they have no firepower. That's it. They have no firepower. That's what could get everything relegated. Bournemouth, they
0: score, but they're too inconsistent. Um, Not to enforce away record is diabolical. Yeah. Their home diabolical. record, though, could keep them up, though. the home record is quite... Could
1: keep them up, but their away record could also get them relegated. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, that is true. That's, that,
1: but, that is true. Because all it takes is a few bad home games and you're in the bottom free again.
0: Yeah. Or a, f- a few draws because at this point of the season if you're in a relegation bout you need wins. Especially at you home. Know, so, wins. a few a few home draws and they are right back in the
1: bottom three. So, the only team that's definitely going is Southampton. But everyone else has issues that could get them relegated. So, yeah, it's hard to tell, man. Like, this, this relegation bout is too hard to tell because there's so many teams with deficiencies where you for this great get relegated. As we said, with Bournemouth, inconsistent, Nottingham Forest, away form. Um, Everton, lack of firepower. Who else is there? Leeds. Leeds. Essentially, they can't, can't score. They can't, they can't score. Can't defend or also can't score and the players gas out quickly. The players have no stamina at all. No stamina at all. As, 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 as I said, against us, by the 60th of any year, Leeds were, were flagging and they were relying on counter-attacks. It, the so, same thing happened against United.
0: Yeah. Green for the first 70 minutes and the last 20 minutes, they capitulated physically.
1: Yeah, so so a lot of these teams have loads of issues that are getting ready. So, man, it's hard to call, man. It's hard to call. But then again, I wouldn't be surprised if Leicester go down if they botch the managerial... Appointment. Appointment. So, Leicester in a very precarious position. So, let's see, man.
0: But if they go down, as harsh as it sounds, if they go down, there's so many players at Leicester that could be gotten at a cup price that would improve a lot of teams in the Premier League. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, Especially... Madison... Harvey oh, Harvey Barnes, I I already think he should be in a in a bigger team at the minute. But bro, if Leicester get relegated again, Harvey Barnes for like what forty million? That that that's a steal. You're going for thirty-five. Leicester's financial problems. That's a, that that'll be an absolute steal. So nah, let's let's see let's see. i didn't i didn't even plan to speak about this, but bro, before we end the podcast, bro, we I just want to rant about the Bundesliga, bro, like. Did you see the PR they were doing for this game or for the same thing to happen again?
1: Like, fact, bro, it was... It was, it was many
0: Dortmund fans doing PR, but Bayern fans didn't care. Yeah, they they, they knew they were going to win the game, but the PR, I couldn't believe it. Because I was saying, what, Dortmund, 10-game unbeaten streak. Um, the only, the only game about, they've lost.
1: About to go to war. Da, da,
0: da, da. They got that, slaps. They got slapped. Bro, in the first half, it was 3-0. The game was over in 22 minutes. Uh, it, Bayern buying about to win the what? 11th, 12th in yeah, a row? 11th in a row. But one thing that pisses me off
1: here these German fans, 50 plus one rule, yeah, beers are dirt cheap, season tickets are dirt cheap. I'm sorry, there comes to a timing whereby something has to change because it seems like this 50 plus one rule only benefits Bayern Munich. Bayern yeah. Munich are, are, are getting stimulus checks from Audi yeah, and finessing the whole league. Meanwhile, Leipzig, when they're trying to blow the bag, you got teams in the league are protesting against Leipzig when yeah, buying yeah are making so much money from Audi. Like German fans are cocks, you know. Being being hooded by Bayern bruv. Like if yeah, this is it's, it's, it's just benefiting Bayern yeah. How is
0: how is it a good a good thing? I wouldn't say it's just benefiting Bayern. Bayern have just found a way to finesse it, but I feel like it stifling the other teams because they can blow the bag and try to compete with Bayern. Because, like, now, we would just be about Liverpool. Liverpool are now eighth at the moment, but Liverpool could potentially go in the summer and spend money to get players to improve. Dortmund can't do that. Leipzig can do that. Well, Leipzig can, but the rules... Union Berlin. Still... No, that's what I mean. Like, they they can't do that because of the rules that are restricting them. So, I feel like it, it more stifles the other team, which is annoying. And then we have the... Whole, classic case of if you're good in the Bundesliga Bayern is going to come and get you so for me like, the league is a silly league man like this this game was just jarring because I just put it on I'm like, let, let, let's see what i going let's see if Dortmund are actually about it and that first goal that they conceded that's one of the most embarrassing goals because I've I seen I know concede. for a
1: fact if they were to end that 50 plus 1 rule now Leipzig would be a floating Bayern side Hoffenheim potentially as well yeah but Hoffenheim are A team so <laughs> there, there might be benefit from that shit
0: No, the owner's just rich. I know he's rich here, but they're 18th. But yeah, to be fair, at at this present point in time, the only other team that... The only team that would threaten Bayern straight away is Leipzig. And that's what that league
1: needs. Everyone else would have to catch up financially first.
0: That is what that league needs, though. Because what's a poor advert? Imagine... Like, just imagine if we had this narrative in the Premier League, the form that Dortmund were on a team... The team that's always been winning it, coming and playing Dortmund, and within what seven minutes you can see the goal like that, bro. That's it was just embarrassing. Also, man. How did they expect their
1: TV money to increase if Bayern about to go eleven in a row? Because after a while, yeah, these broadcasters are just going to drop the Bundesliga. Yeah. Right what? now, right on Sky Sports, yeah. But if you're going to use this way, yeah, bro, what, bro, what, what, bro, what, what, bro, bro,
0: bro. Breaking news! Breaking news! What? Potter sacked. What? Portmore, breaking news, Chelsea, sack Graham Potter. Oh, my days. That is insane. It's funny, we we're just about to end the pod, but we need to speak about this.
1: Oh, my days. So what? They're about to grab Nonguzman, yeah?
0: It's looking like it's looking like it, but I'm so sorry. Todd Brody but has I'm... had an awful first year in owning a club. Because Chelsea fans are going to be celebrating, they're going to be celebrating, but it makes to Tuchel all the more stupid.
1: Something that the squad is
0: on balance as well. It looks like two things Leicester can grab Graham Potter. Oh, yeah. So that solves it. Exactly what we're speaking about. So that solves that issue we were speaking about. But then with Chelsea. Moving forward, in terms of squad building, the manager needs to have a say because this is the second manager that Bowley has tried to buy players without the manager's input. And look at what it's done for Chelsea. It shows you can't spend money without organization and expect it to be successful. Chelsea are in the bottom half. Yes, Potter has been embarrassing, and Potter needs to take a lot of the blame. But this squad is so unbalanced; it hurts. And Bowley, Chelsea fans think here a new
1: manager just come in here, and they'll be challenging next season. That's the evidence for Chelsea fans. But this team,
0: yeah. It's because what they're used to. Generally, yeah. I don't rate half the team, bro. Half the team, the team is... N- the team is not good enough to challenge for the league. It should be challenging for top four. I think it's good enough to do yeah. that. They, should, they definitely should have been the bottom half. But they're not good enough to challenge for the top four. And but, they've bought yeah, a lot of overpriced Spurs, players.
1: Spurs also got another fucking lifeline as well, bro.
0: Uh, How come? Oh, because of be Pot- potentially yeah. available. So, yeah. yeah. So, Spurs could Spurs could hire him, Leicester could hire him, and it's looking like Chelsea are going to get Julian Nagelsmann. Now, let, let, let's see if that happens, but that has absolutely surprised me that they've actually sacked Potter, because I thought Potter was going to last the season.
1: Yeah, this managerial move is is just got even more interesting.
0: And so, now that's the 14th sacking of the season. <laughs> crazy. So, what, Leicester, West Ham and Spurs are going to be on Potter's line? Well, not West Ham, because it's not a guarantee that Moyes is, is gone, but Leicester and Spurs, 100%. Whoa. Look what uh, Bann have triggered, me <laughs> This is hilarious because um Potter, Potter thought he was above the smash job last year. Well, look, sometimes in life things need to happen for you to be humbled. It happens to all of us, and this it's happened to Potter. He's had an absolute disaster at a top club. I think it's the it's the worst showing of a manager who was at a small club going to a big club that we've seen since probably David Moyes. Or oh, Andres Viazbo, actually not nah, David Moyes. Viazbo has made top four, so it's peak, man. It's peak. Yeah,
1: Potter it's... is also on the on the manager go around Luis Enrique as well. Mm, yo,
0: it's gonna be interesting, bro. We're gonna be seeing some interesting appointments. But the thing is with Potter, if if Spurs get Potter, that'll be for next season though, because they did say it's the leaning till the end of the season. So Potter wouldn't oh, be going. Oh,
1: also for for Chelsea long term, yeah. It's still a mess because now yeah. you might just come in here. Yeah, he has to, no, you might you can't come in and, and, and give an educated answer on, oh, I want this player gone. It's going to be another start of, oh, I want to see every player and see how well they do. Yeah. So, yeah, it, 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 Chelsea's a mess. Like, Chelsea fans need to understand, yeah. It's going to take a lot, a long time before he gets compete again. Just, yeah, just it have, is. having the Eliezer Enrique come in or uh has been coming in is not going to it's not going to change your fortune straight away. The, the squad is still a mess. Also, there's some players that are signed there yeah, I don't rate really long-term. I don't care. Madueke. Um, who else is going to sign? Koulibaly. Likes of... Kukurela. Kukurela. Yeah, there's a, a lot of players that need to be sold as well, man. Absolute mess. Absolutely mess.
0: The, that's the first thing a new Chelsea manager, whoever that is, needs to do. Needs to... Yeah, but... No, I feel like can get rid of. um,
1: Boli is still the biggest problem for Chelsea, in my honest opinion. Because what's the, the moment, he won't, he won't undermine his new manager as well with his big. Yeah.
0: it'll it'll be crazy. But the only the only thing that could help and could be beneficial for Nagelman coming in is like the people who are at the top of Red Red Bull Salzburg, like very influential at the top now. Nagelsmann already has a relationship with them, so. That could help, but look, let's see. That's that's just shocking. I, I I'm actually in shock. Potter gone, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And I'm annoyed because this is just before the Liverpool game, man.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, Romano, now's is the favorite. Yeah, yeah, Bolly is still the biggest problem, but. Uh... That's the, because we're going to discuss Chelsea, but that's enough for Chelsea then. Bro, started, there's no point talking about their game. Nah, nah, that's that.
0: That's it. That's it, guys. This is another episode of Views from the Box. Crazy ending, but take care.